Prepare to be encouraged, empowered, and ridiculously blessed by the Ministry in the Marketplace show hosted by Elder Michael Davis at 8.30 a.m. every Saturday morning on Praise 106.1 FM. Learn that you have not just been employed, but that you have been deployed in that business, ministry, or organization for such a time as this. Maximize it for the glory of God. You have a purpose, and it's not just to go to work, pay bills, and die. Live out your purpose today. Keep using your gifts, talents, and abilities for the glory of God and tune in this Saturday, 8.30 a.m. for the Ministry in the Marketplace show hosted by Elder Michael Davis. For more information or to reach him directly, call 443-983-7309. That's 443-983-7309. Let me tell you a story about Elder Mike Davis. I said, Mike, I can't find my favorite headphones. He says, Soul Block, you could pray for it. Found them headphones later that night. Ministry in the marketplace. Soul Block. Yeah. You can pray for it, but is that really what you want? You can pray for it, but is that really what you want? All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's right, you are tuning in to Ministry in the Marketplace. I hope you just felt a burst of energy come your way. To God be the glory. I know you're excited right now because you have life in your body. You have air in your lungs. Blood is flowing right now. I know you might have had some situations and circumstances this week, but God is still in the blessing business, and business is good. And so to God be the glory. We're going to go forward in this. It's going to be an awesome show right now. I have an amazing guest that is in the building right now that's going to bless your life, your ministry, uh, your nonprofit, your opportunity, your dream, whatever it may be. And so I'm telling you right now, you need to tune in, talk, call somebody right now, text them, email them, DM them something, Snapchat, they're still using that. Whatever you might need, go ahead and reach out (laughs) because you need to get the empowerment that's coming forward right now today. It is a blessing to be a minister in the marketplace. And I'm talking to you as well as well you say well i'm not a preacher at church no you are ministering if you know the lord and he is your lord and savior well you've been called to the ministry of reconciliation and called to be a minister out there even right now in the marketplace and so i'm just excited to encourage you even right now today we're gonna always go to prayer In this show, it's important that we seek his face and we go to him. I don't care what the situation or circumstance is. We want to take a minute uh, to give God the glory and to invite him in the midst of whatever the situation is. So come over right where you're at. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the road, but you can still pray with us right now as we uh, uh, seek his face. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus. We come right now always just to say thank you, Lord God. We ask you to. Help us in in the midst of what is going on in our life right now. This very moment, this very situation, even a petition that may be going up right now. Somebody's praying uh, to you right now and they might be struggling. They may be in the middle of a a tough situation, a marital situation, a family situation, a, a job or financial situation. Lord, you know how to solve their problem and give them exactly what is needed. And so, God, I ask that you would comfort somebody right now today. Day, even the loss of a loved one, someone's dealing with it now. But Lord, if you would reach your holy hands and hug them and let them know it's going to be all right, 
and that you've got them. And Lord God, we just thank you right now today. We ask you to bless the show and help it to reach all those people uh, that it needs to reach for your glory. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Our soul says amen, amen, amen and amen. And so uh, I, I'm just excited. Um, I'm not going to talk long because I got someone here who has a wealth of information. And um, uh, her name is Marsha Coger. And she's here with her husband as well, Vernon Coger as well. And why don't y'all just say hello real quick. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone <laughs> doing out there? Good morning. Thanks for having us, Michael. Amen. It's a blessing. It is indeed a blessing. So, look, before we go forward, I want to just say thanks to uh, One Stop Training Center. Um, One Stop Training Center actually is having a presentation today. If you are in the assistant living uh, business, and they may be able to get a grant for that as well. We're going to talk about that also. But if you're in the assistant living business, uh, One Stop Training Center will help you get compliant. Uh, again, so that the state won't shut you down. You have to make sure that you're operating uh, in decency and order. It's funny how we even use those church terms and, and because it's scripture, they, even the state, the government, the organizations want you to operate in a, in a way that it will be effective for those that are that are patronizing your business. And so um, I, I just encourage you right now today to reach out to Mary Palmer at One Stop Training Center, 410-810-3663. That's 410-810-3663. Also, Eminem Auto is uh, also uh, sponsoring the show even today. Uh, you can reach out to them at 410-636-8000. You need a vehicle, you can call them. They can help you with that ASAP. Okay, so we're grateful for all of our sponsors that come. Maybe you want to be a sponsor of this show. If you would like to, then you can reach out to me directly at 443-983-7309. That's 443-983-7309. We are going worldwide on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, YouTube, Snapchat, wherever it may be. We're out there right now because we want to expand the ministry uh, in the marketplace and give some people encouragement uh my good friend jason and business partner jason uh helps make that happen for us and uh, many other shows that you might hear on the different stations as well too so um look he, he has a business he does this i'm about to put him out there praise god uh because he's just uh will take you to a whole nother level so to god be the glory now we need to get busy because we we got to get this this information to you and we have a short time to do it uh we who we have in the building right now is uh, I told you earlier, you heard her earlier, Marsha Koger, a consultant. She helps colleges and universities. She's helped churches and organizations, 501c3. She helped those in the, even in the political arena with uh, with advertising and fundraising. And and uh, now is also a doctor. I, and I got I used to call her Marsha. Now I'm going to have to call her Dr. Koger. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> to God be the glory. But I'm just excited to have known you for 20 years or so. Yes. And um watched uh, you in different capacities work in this area but Marsha we needed to really deal with this because there's opportunities that churches are looking for if we can start there what is available out here with what you know in the area? I, I called you the the grant whisperer on Facebook and everything. Yeah, I like so, that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that because there's opportunities that we're not taking advantage of, and a lot of people just don't know. Sure, actually, I um again, thanks for having me. I have known Mike Amen. for about twenty years. Mm -hmm. 
So um, there are a lot of opportunities. One of the things that I always like to share is the state of Maryland is the richest state in the whole is the wealthiest state in the whole entire country. Wow. So with that, an average household income for the state of Maryland is about $82,000. So when I look at that figure, mm-hmm. to me, I see opportunity. Right. That there is so much money out there for nonprofits, for businesses, actually, okay. to get. So if you are a church, if you're an individual, I really advise people to have both, to have a nonprofit as well as maybe a LLC or okay. your for-profit business because there are different funding available opportunities for nonprofit that don't exist with the for-profit. Okay. Um, I really am a strong advocate for nonprofits. For okay. first of all, that for a nonprofit, you can have any amount of money that you would like to. You can have a sal. You can have your own nonprofit. You can mm-hmm. have a salary that's legal for your nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Basically, at the end of the year, your books have to equal zero. Okay. So. There are so many other opportunities that you can have where there's so many advantages with a nonprofit. So I think it's important for in particular churches that they do have a separate nonprofit arm where if they do their daycare, their homeless okay. ministry, their um, food ministry should be housed under a separate nonprofit structure. How, so uh, these opportunities are there. OK, yes. you would think that um, we would be utilizing them on, on many different capacities, um, but often we're not. What is the reason why uh, more churches or 501c3s or, you know, quite frankly, I've talked with a lot of um, African-Americans that wanted to start businesses and say, I, I want to have my own business. I want to do this. And um, one one, they fail in the first year. Right. OK, not having the funding or not having uh, what takes place. What's the issue there? Get knowledge, okay. Lack of Uh-oh. knowledge Come and on. information. Preach. Just, All right, I right, know you knowledge. Okay. Yeah, right, exactly. My people so, perish for lack of knowledge. Come on. So right. people don't have aren't equipped, and actually, the fundraising field is a relatively new discipline. Okay. Um, one of the things that I do is I really teach people how to fundraise. All I want right. to empower and talking. equip people how to fundraise. This is a new profession. Um, there's no discipline. You can't really basically go to college and take classes in mm. it. Well. But there's an art and a science to fundraising. So this um, it has to be strategic. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is because people don't know. So I do teach people. I have a class that I run on Saturdays where. I really teach people how to fundraise, how to give, go give, out and get give the that, You said you're going to give an email address, so go ahead and give that right. real quick. Right, so my email address is Granted in Style, that's the name of my business, G-R-A-N-T-E-D-N-I-N-Style, S-T-Y-L-E, at gmail.com. Right when you said you taught it, I heard people um, start saying, "What? okay, what's the number? Where, <laughs> okay. where I go? How can I find her? Amen. I do, and, and I, teach a, I teach actually a 15-week class at the University of Baltimore. I've been doing it for about seven years. So I've taken that class mm-hmm. and I've abbreviated it now to four weeks. Okay. So my next set of classes is going to start on um, February 22nd for mm-hmm. four weeks from 10 to 12. Okay. And um, I really take you through the whole process. And I've come up with a mantra for all of this or a model. Mm-hmm. And the, the model is my saying is passion is fundable. Mm-hmm. So. It's important if you're a pastor of a church, if you're an individual, if you're a business, it's important for you to tap into whatever that your passion is. Because if you can really tap into the passion, I do a series of exercises where I help you tap into that passion. If you can tap into that passion, then Mm -hmm. you can get the money for it. But it's important to know what that passion is first. Right. So you find that once you get the information, the knowledge, then you go ahead. I mean, well, first of all, the the passion for what you want, you need to get important know how of how to do it. You have to... So a lot of this, too, and I say passion is fundable, and I've seen it 
happened over and over again. I do have so many success stories, people that have used this model right. that I've come up with. Actually, I'm in the process of writing a book. So, look, I'll come back again when come the on. book is finished. All right. But, All right. Um, so the book. She is, just said she's coming yeah, back. She said she's coming back. She just told me. It's called um, Passion is Fundable, colon, understanding your purpose through the fundraising process. Mm, so by the end of my class, by the end of the book, actually, you not only know what your passion is, but you mm-hmm. know how to fund whatever your passion is. So churches actually, and this is not just for churches, but churches actually should have a fundra- fundraiser, a fund, no, not a fundraiser, a grant writer on staff. Well, couldn't well they, it's couldn't interesting. Couldn't they do that or, or can they, can they no, not they do that because can, of... No, they can, but right. it's interesting too that you just said fundraiser and then grant writer because mm-hmm. you really need somebody who handles fundraising because actually fundraising and grant writing, they're two stif- different skill sets. They're not exactly the same. Right. So fundraising okay. is just not writing a grant either. Mm-hmm. There are other ways to fundraise. So you may need to have a fundraiser right. and a grant writer Absolutely. You can have a whole department <laughs> ah, that okay. um, the area is called development. So it would be a director the development so you have that person who handles fundraise because there are mm-hmm. all kinds of ways to fundraise you can fundraise by um some of the big churches might have some notable members in your church that's mm-hmm. called major gifts right. and you might want to send do a campaign where you ask somebody for a major gift so that's she a part excited of fundraising about that right now right major gifts you have to deal with this so at home yes, I I does. Does. Right. i hear the same stories <laughs> all the time so 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 uh we're coming back to you real quick but uh vernon see this household here i call y'all a power couple all right. Okay. So you got you a a, a fundraiser, a grant writer, right. someone who goes out there and and uh, rainmaker, right? right? But you in the accounting field, yes, okay, is, is the saver and organizer and right. that kind of stuff as well. How does how does that work with you all um, in, in in maximizing the money together? Because this actually fits with someone who does this in a business or ministry or whatever right. as well. Right. Um, well, what we do is we we kind of divide what our skill sets are. Come on, we I know. We where she, her strengths are and she knows where my strengths are. Y'all just yes. got some marriage counseling. Let's go. <laughs> David, <laughs> so what I do is I try to utilize my strengths in those areas. So I look at numbers. Uh, I've always grown up um, with with numbers in my heart and mind. So I, I kind of use that and maximize that. So, so that's at, your area of gifting. Yes, uh-huh. it mm-hmm. is. It is. Mm-hmm. So to me, math is kind of simple. It's a one plus one. I know some people get intimidated by looking at numbers, but Really, it's just keep it simple, and then you can make it survive. Wow. You keep it yeah, simple, he, you he can, can manage that money, too. He's, he's a good manager of right, that thank money. You. Thank so. you. See, if you don't have both, okay, you'll, you'll bring in a whole bunch, yes. but you won't know where it went. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Exactly. Okay? Yes. And then the same the other side of it is if you don't have someone or, or a team that's, that's maximizing that together, then you won't bring in. Right. What right. you need to bring in. Right. So that's what we're talking about right here. Right. You, you people perish because of lack of knowledge. But when you have the knowledge, now you can be effective, productive. And as a child of God, that's what we want to be. Exactly. I want people looking at the not you broke, busted and disgusted. OK. And saying, oh, wait, what? And the Lord, I love the Lord. All right. Yeah. But then it looks like what well, the Lord don't seem to be able to take care of you. You know, it's because we have not uh, uh, tapped into what he has already provided. Okay. And, and it was interesting, too, what um, Vernon just said, too, that we know what each of our skill sets are. Mm-hmm. So that's really important, too, to really 
know what the skill sets are and then to be able to operate. So that's right. in terms of personality, we're different. I'm outgoing, hyped up, excited all the time. Vernon's you? just really, oh, you? right, oh, yeah. Right, he's he's right. really patient <laughs> right. and laid back. So he lets me, he knows that I'm like that. He lets me be that way. And I know what his giftings and skills are. So I let him be who he is too. So it's not just important for us to know the skill set, but also for us to um, acknowledge the skill set and let each person operate in that skill set. That's okay. really important. So talk to me a little bit about, uh, well, not talk to me, talk to us a little bit more about um, what can be done um, if, if you're going to be starting a business. Yes. First thing is starting a business. You're going to have an LLC and how you can get um you know, a little bit of funding right from the beginning, maybe at the start of it, because somebody right now says, I want to do it, but I don't have no money to do this. How, how am I going to get this going? Sure. And um, to that there, I can help again. You can email me. Actually, I can help with both processes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I say too to distinguish the difference, the LLC, the for-profit, you're doing it for yourself. The nonprofit, you're doing it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of a way to distinguish between the both of them. But also, um, and I can help you with the process, just getting your structure, mm-hmm. um, getting your eye, again, spending time on what the idea is. Come to me with a really developed kind of well thought through idea. If you feel like you have a passion or idea, really start writing it down. Okay. And then I can help you with the structure of if it's the for-profit or non-profit, because it's really important to have um, the structure. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things I know I had said just quickly is, you know, God says, um, that we need to have storehouses. Mm-hmm. So it's important and we're going to be blessed. So mm-hmm. in order to get blessed, we have to have storehouses. So I think the for-profit, non-profit businesses are the storehouses too. That's so right. um, you can come to me. I help you with the structure, but it's really important that you have a formulated, well thought through idea. And see, then see I, I can plan. help you. Right, right. Basically. And then I can help you develop it from there. And basically from there, I, it's important to have that idea. I have um, a client that I'm working with now who um, started, um, she actually is doing a nonprofit domestic violence shelter. She's a reg- she has a regular nine to five job. She took my classes for four weeks and I'm continuing to work with her. She didn't have any funding to get okay. started, but I helped her develop her idea. We've right. gone over her organizational structure. Um, that's really important that you talked about decency and an order, but we've gone over her organizational structure. We've gone over her budget. So I've been really working with her on to find the idea. She didn't have any money to do this at all, but she had a real new God inspired her and gave this to her. So um, let's see at the end of last year, we sent out a, a text to all of her friends to have people give um, around Thanksgiving. And as a result of that text, she got $300. Mm-hmm. So she was that was money for her to start off with. But um, you have not because you ask not. But right. again, she had to have that structure, that infrastructure in place for people to give. Because at the same time, especially people with tremendous wealth, one of the advantages for a nonprofit, you get a tax write-off. This is mm-hmm. a tax advantage. They get a tax write-off. Okay. So, um, and I have all kinds of stories and people I've worked with over the years that have tremendous wealth. And they're looking for organizations and things that we're doing to really um, fund. So, you have small and 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 large, large yes. uh, situations like that as well. Yes. Um, what are some of the... the, the 
biggest grants you were able to get in? Um, let's see. I can. I've received one grant, and I can say his name um, because it's public. Mm-hmm. But um, I see received my largest gift from Steve Bashadi, who owns the Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. I was with um, Mother Seton Academy, which is a Catholic middle school in Baltimore, wow. and he came up to me one day when I was in the school, and he gave me a check for one million dollars. Right. And he that gave right? that one million dollar check like it was a dollar. It wasn't like it wasn't no problem. I at wanted all. to fall out, and, <laughs> but he he said here, you know, and it was for those kids for scholarships, and that was so nothing for him. But then at the same time, it's a tax right. writer for him. You have to you have to position it in the right way. You talked a little bit about that before to me that um, there's a way that grants. So some some somebody might think, oh, it's just easy, just go ahead and write a grant, people will do it. But if it's not done in the right structure positioning the it for what it's supposed to be used for why because people will take advantage of absolutely so explain a little bit about that um in terms of how um when you when you how you have to position and structure the grant sure so um even when you talk about the assistant living facility at the Mm -hmm. beginning here Mm -hmm. that it's really important that with this there's a lot of research that goes into it so i do know the fundraising landscape of the state of maryland and even the region Mm -hmm. there are different types of places you can get funding from there are family foundations there are private foundations you know there's a weinberg foundation you see all the buildings with the weinberg and that's actually one of their requirements that they have the name their name especially if they're going to give you a large gift that's one of their requirements that your name their name has to go on a building Mm -hmm. they're naming opportunities you Mm -hmm. even a church actually um you can do a campaign where you know how sometimes you might have the pews Mm -hmm. you might even have a naming the chair in the pew or this is Mm -hmm. my pew and so Mm -hmm. you have people give a hundred dollars and this is your family pew so i mean there are all types of opportunities so but it's important to know what the funder is interested in giving to Okay. Because if a funder is interested in environmental concerns, mm-hmm. but you're assistant living, then you don't send a grant to that organization. So, so they'll so, make the parameters. Right. It's and important. when they get the right. parameters and then you need to line up with them. Absolutely. Okay. So listen, my, my scripture of the day is James 4.3, which comes right along the sign. I think you have a book that's here that yes. you, you brought in here. Right along here, what, what um, 4.3 says, ye ask... And receive not because ye ask amiss. Well, here's where I'm going. He said, you have not because you ask, ask not. not. Okay. And when you ask, here's the other part of it. And we all, we love that first part. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. But the other part of that says because you ask amiss with wrong motives. So we are blessed to be a what? A blessing. Absolutely. All right. And so if I'm just trying to ask just to get. You know, just for me, selfishly, all right? Well, God knows your heart, doesn't he? Exactly. Right? right. And since he knows your heart, then then he can hold up because if it's not going to be a help, right? He said, okay, I'm not going to give that to you, right? But we, we have not, but we ask not. But when we ask with the right motives, right. amen, that we're able to be about his business and be kingdom-minded, all right? Would he not pour out more and more and more to help you be about Yes. His business. And so that's why I'm encouraged by you, you all coming here as a, as believers here who understand about how to get grants and finances and funding and then also how to maximize it for, for saving it and organizing it for for a, a greater good. Um, right. it's, it's just so key. What were you going to say? Just and part of this, too, is a mindset. And it goes along with what you just said. Um, the book that Mike was referring to is called If God Will Provide 
Why do we have to ask for the money? And I've found just over the years in doing this that sometimes people, um, church folks, Mm -hmm. um, have been a little hesitant about asking. People either feel like I'm begging. Why do I have to ask this person because I'm begging? Or you feel like, why do I have to ask if God is going to provide? But when you really think about it, if you're doing ministry, you want to serve a million people. Um, we want to help young people. So to do big ministry, you need money That's to right. do the ministry. So it's really important to be able to ask um, and not go in with this deficit mindset. Right. So um, an example I'll give, and I was explaining to you, I went with a person who's doing a domestic violence um, um, shelter. We mm-hmm. went to a car dealership. Right. Friday, Friday. Yeah. Yesterday we went to a car dealership. I went to the dealership and I said, today is your lucky day. Mm-hmm. Because I said today is your lucky day because we're here and I'm giving you an opportunity to get a tax write off. Okay. So when we went into that, I went to the <laughs> dealership. So it's different. I didn't go on oh, begging. Oh, please, please, please. Right. You know, I need a car. So actually, we went in there and we asked for a van for okay. her to, to shelter, to do the women, to transport them to and from their appointments. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they were very, and I have gotten a free car before actually. So. Okay. Again, that's a tax write-off, and mm-hmm. that's called an in-kind donation when people give you well, items you had to and have things. Them, but you so, had to go ask. Right. That's you, where you're going. Right. You have not because you asked not. So I asked. Mm. So um, we wrote the paperwork, and I think she's going to get a free van. Is that right? Yes. Hallelujah. So, so let, me, yes! let me say this to God be the glory. <laughs> okay, so hyper meets hyper here. I'm uh, just, right? Marcia Coder. <laughs> Angel Brown uh, is in the building. Angel has a foundation okay. as well. Oh, so nice. um she So I need some money, Marsha. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. I okay. need some grants. So, we'll talk. Um, but again, I'm going to teach you how to do it. Okay. So, yeah. Learn. So, so yes. Teach yes. Each one teach one. That's easy. Said, right? That's the other mm-hmm. thing. Yes. This has been a field that we've been locked out of. Yes. So, I do have the skills and knowledge. So, I like to empower and equip and teach. So Me too. Okay. 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 We're going to be a powerful team. Oh, my goodness. Look, I'm leaning into the mic, y'all. I think y'all can't hear me. I just wanted to start a fire in here. And, and, and it has already started. I didn't even have to do much. To God be the glory. What what this is doing is um, her foundation helps uh, people in real estate and, and, and seniors. Ooh, and, nice. and, yes. and And a multitude. We're starting today. Okay. We have a house, a senior's house that we are starting today to make it safer. It has lead. It has asbestos in it. And we're going to go there today and say, guess what? You get... Free, we're giving free services to them today. Yeah. So this lady who is in her 80s is actually going to receive some much-needed repairs to her home so she can live safely because mm-hmm. a lot of people in the African-American community, like my grandmother, she lived in a house and had asbestos for years and would go down in the basement and wash clothes and do all those different things and now have breathing problems. You know, our house, our homes are killing us. Yes. And the seniors can't afford it. They're getting, you know, Social Security and things like that. So that's what the Angel Brown Effect um, Foundation is about. We're mm-hmm. going to go out and make Baltimore homes safer. We're starting with the seniors because we need to, because they don't have it. And then we'll branch off from there. So I need your help. 
And Amen. again, Amen. to do the ministry that you want to do, you don't have to use your own money. There are yes. a lot of people, just as you were talking, BG&E yes. would give you money. Again, that's tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Um, the banks, every single okay. every single bank okay. has okay, a foundation. Marcia, you can't talk okay. that. You can't okay. Talk okay. Okay. Y'all have to tune in, have to, tune in to uh, the show that's following up next, which will be the Angel Brown Effect. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If, you, if I bring her in, then it'll be an angel takeover. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hi. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Listen, I'm just excited that you're in the building and that um, you're giving uh, your gifts, talents, and abilities. You're using them for the glory of God. That's what this is about, Amen. ministry in the marketplace. Keep on ministering. And y'all are ministering more than just in the financial realm. Y'all are, are representing married couples as yes. well that love the Lord. 30 right. years. Okay, 30 Whoa! years strong. Yeah. All right. 30 yeah. years. <laughs> Two adult so, kids, uh, 25, 22, amen. that we're wow. very proud of. Hallelujah. So, so listen, um, we're going we're gonna to have to have you back when you get that, that book done. Yeah, okay. okay. People are going to reach out to you again, grantedinstyle.com. No, no uh, my email, email uh-huh. is grantedinstyle at gmail.com. Okay. So listen up. Um, we're going to have more. That's why we bring these uh, shows on this station so that you can get um, this information and then this knowledge. But I want to ask you about your knowledge of Jesus Christ. Have you accepted him as your Lord and Savior? That's the most important part of this. It'd be nice for you to get a grant, but it'd be the worst thing for you to get a grant and not know the Lord. Amen. Because then you'll need a real grant. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. Right now, if you haven't accepted him as Lord and Savior, come on. All you have to do right here. All you have to do right, right here, right now. This is the easiest part of the show as well. You just need to pray. If you um, want him to come into your life, here's what you do. You say, Lord, I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to save me today. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in my heart that you died on the cross for my sins. Lord, save me today. And just like that, you just received him as your Lord and Savior. Just in that thing, you know, yeah, it wasn't a long prayer. You just had to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. All right. So listen up to God be the glory. Thank you Amen. for tuning in to ministry in the marketplace. If you just Thank said you. that prayer, you just got what? Save. Save. We'll see you next week on ministry <laughs> in the marketplace. Angel Brown effect is up next. Prepare to be encouraged, empowered, and ridiculously blessed by the Ministry in the Marketplace show hosted by Elder Michael Davis at 8.30 a.m. every Saturday morning on Praise 106.1 FM. Learn that you have not just been employed, but that you have been deployed in that business, ministry, or organization for such a time as this. Maximize it for the glory of God. You have a purpose, and it's not just to go to work, pay bills, and die. Live out your purpose today. Keep using your gifts, talents, and abilities for the glory of God and tune in this Saturday, 8.30 a.m. for the Ministry in the Marketplace show hosted by Elder Michael Davis. For more information or to reach him directly, call 443-983-7309. That's 443-983-7309.